Welcome to the Beantown Podcast, Christmas edition. Yes, we're able to say Christmas. Now we're lucky we started the podcast in 2018 and not in Socialist 2010 or something like that. This is Quinn David Furness coming to you live from the sandy shores of Corpus Christi, Texas, the natural state. How is everyone doing today? We're glad to have you. We are on a mini little holiday vacation here. Got the whole fam ready to go. Mom's drinking bourbon. Walt's pretending he's still in the fantasy football playoffs. It's just like old times. We're having fun. We're going to be getting some different voices and personalities on the podcast today, I reckon. But first, uh, listener discretion is advised when you are imbibing in the holiday tradition of the Beantown podcast. Number one, the podcast is, uh, you know, we'll use some words, especially if Sister gets on here. There's a little PSA to anyone who hasn't met Sister yet. You should hear her trying to play me in mini golf on her iPhones. It's not good. You'd think she was a drill sergeant or something. Number two, the podcast is objectively terrible, but made just a little bit better when we get the likes of mom and sister coming on the podcast. Well, a couple of things going on here before we jump into any sort of shenanigans. It's worth noting that the audio quality might not be as sharp and crisp as what you're used to. That's because... We've been having some computer issues. So the MacBook, which is what we normally run the Beantown podcast through, giving you the flashing folder when you try to restart. We did our research, say, what's going on? What's the deal here? And turns out the cable, they call it a ribbon cable connecting your hard drive to your motherboard is corrupt. So we got on the horn with our technological consultant, Matthew Fiedler, who's also known for taxes and the front man of the Beantown Band. Uh, and he mentioned that, yes, he's had this issue many, many times before. Um, you know, if you shake your computer a little bit and put it in the freezer for about five minutes, you can get it to restart without having the ribbon cable issues but it's awfully strange once you get going the apps on the computer itself are extremely slow things freeze kind of bugging out it's like I'm working on my brother's Mac so we are on the uh, work computer right now uh, but it, it wasn't as simple as just get to the work computer and go from there so of course you have to have some sort of software to record your podcast with and so I said hey well let's go get audacity everyone's talking about it it's the hottest new piece of technology on the market today if you could look at this interface it's crazy I feel like I need my 3d glasses but of course, I'm on my work computer, so there's all sorts of administrative, you need this, you got to do that, turn in your expense reports anytime I try to download something. 
So we've been going a little black market style. Finally got a copy of Audacity. Of course, you can only use one mic to go into Audacity. So the next step is, well, hey, let's get some sort of program or software that will allow us to feed two mics into one program, which we then convert to Audacity. I said, okay, simple enough. Well, here's the problem. I wasn't able to obtain any sort of backdoor black market copy of something like voice meter or such. So that was one obstacle that we weren't able to overcome. But the third and final obstacle, at least as of right now, is that you got to have a way to get your Audacity sound file into an MP3 format, which in uh, Sound or GarageBand is pretty easy. There's just an export button and it does it just like that. But in Audacity, you need it's called a uh, something like a lame encoder to be able to make that happen. And of course, that's another download that the administrator privileges don't want you to have. So we weren't able to do that. We did find a back way. It's not directly through the lame encoder, but it's something else where you're able to get in a zip file. Zips tend to be what we're looking for on the internet here. So we got a version of that going. What we have to do is in Audacity, convert the Audacity file to a WAV file. And then using this third-party encoder, we can move it from a WAV file to an MP3 file, which will then allow us to upload it directly to SoundCloud. YouTube might be on hold for this uh, version or this episode because I don't have any sort of iMovie program, which is what I have to use on the MacBook to be able to get a YouTube file uploaded. I'm not certain that I'll be able to do anything with YouTube for this episode. So if you're listening, shout out to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, getting there on CastBox, although that's now on hold because all of our files are on the old MacBook and, uh, there's really no way to get them up as long as the MacBook is out of commission. So that's what's going on with the computer. We're going to be doing live surgery from the operating room on Christmas Day, just a couple days here, to replace the ribbon cable on the MacBook so long as the parts arrived on Christmas Eve, which is when they said we're going to arrive. But we've all seen Castaway before. Those packages can take upwards of five, six years to arrive. Um, yeah. Chuck never did open that last package, did he? But he used those ice skates very effectively. You know, I was thinking when I was having the tonsil issues a couple weeks back and slightly ongoing, I'm thinking, so in Castaway, Tom Hanks can take his back molars out with an ice skate. Let's Take that to an extreme. What if you're stranded on a desert island and you've got nasty tonsillitis and you know, know there's no way out unless you get those tonsils out? Could you, if you were like Dr. Strange level of dexterity, take your own tonsils out without passing out? I don't know. It might be a better screenplay than in reality, but just things to think about during this holiday season. Today is Festivus, uh, a 
Seinfeld, Larry David created holiday. You got the pole, the Festivus feast, the airing of grievances, the uh, feats of strength. A lot of good stuff happening in the Seinfeld episode. The strike. You can't miss it. I think I've spent a couple holiday seasons at my parents' house where you got, it's like a 24-hour live stream of the strike, it feels like. You go to about half the TV channels they get, and it's playing. But a classic episode. Today is Sunday, December 23rd. Again, we're coming to you live from Corpus Christi, Texas. And uh, I think with that, we're going to get some different faces, some different voices on the podcast. Again, we're doing this a little uh, interview style. I feel like I'm Chris Hansen and Dateline or something are going to be passing the mic back and forth. Although if you watch Dateline, they got lavalier mics, which we ordered. They should be showing up on Christmas Day. So that's going to open up, or Christmas Eve, excuse me, a whole different realm of possibilities we might be able to do the beantown podcast without any sort of handheld mic so we're going to need somebody to whoever wants to come on first get in the podcasting chair Um, I guess dad we can start with you you have a big fantasy football matchup coming today and I think we heard earlier you have some tech issues so uh, walk us through when you forget your email password what are the steps you want to take to remedy that issue well normally when you, uh, you you sign up for an email you'll have uh, a recovery password and uh, that recovery password is to uh, help you log into uh, if you for some reason forget your regular password and um, also normally tied to that is a uh, phone number that you can receive texts so it gives you a couple of options and it would seemingly be just about impossible for somebody to forget both of their passwords and have a phone issue but uh, leave it to me Uh, recently I changed my phone number got a new phone and that's working out great. Thanks for asking. And uh, unfortunately, I did not update that recovery information with Yahoo. So they are trying to text me my recovery password at a number that no longer is reachable or tied to my account. So it's really a perfect storm, a perfect storm of uh, stress and uh, I'm just a little nervous that if something happens uh, with this upcoming today's, uh, as I didn't haven't mentioned, I am in the uh, Super Bowl for my fantasy football league against against Quinn, uh, the host of the Beantown podcast. Nice to see uh, two f- people from the same family make it to the Super Bowl, and uh, Quinn's going for his, uh, I believe, first first ever Super Bowl championship. So we're all excited for him. Uh, I've got a few under my belt, and uh, we'll see what happens. But if for some reason I needed to make a change in the last minute to my team, right now I'm handcuffed, and I could be in trouble. So uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed and see see how it goes. Now, ultimately, the 
the the greatest thing would be that if uh, several of my players weren't able to play and I couldn't couldn't uh, change anything out with my team and I still pulled it out that would maybe rub some salt in the wound but we'll see um, it's going to be a, a fun exciting day Thanks for the insight, Dad. And speaking of Yahoo, you can always contact the Beantown Podcast at beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. That's Beantown, B-E-A-N-T-U-W-N podcast at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Twitter. We are at BeantownCast. We're on Facebook. We're going to have a new website coming soon. It's going to be a big New Year, I've been spending a little bit of time, need to spend some more time working on the end of year one Best of Beantown special. Uh, it's kind of contingent on the surgery going well in a couple of days here without uh, a successful surgery. That year one uh, review is not going to happen on time. So, We'll see what happens. Uh, it's just a general reminder of what we've got coming up here. We're going to be doing a 24-hour live stream on the YouTube channel. That's Quinn David Furness. Excuse me. We will not be doing any sort of audio file from that 24-hour stream that would go directly to YouTube or SoundCloud the 24-hour live stream will be hosted on YouTube, so it's open to the public. It won't be just Facebook. But that's coming up next weekend. We're going to be doing our New Year's live Beantown podcast episode from the mountains of Virginia. We've still got some logistics to work out there, but it's going to be a good time. We've promoted an now three different occasions episodes live from the mountains that will be taking place we've yet to actually air one i've got a good feeling about number three and then hopefully the week after that which would technically be the last episode of the cycle year because we started on the second week of january last year um, we would then be able to get the year one best of special so that's what's hopefully coming up uh but now we're fortunate to be joined by uh, a fellow podcaster who's been on the beantown podcast once it was a beantown unplugged special you might have listened to by the name of the roast of quinn david furnace one of our more popular entries from year one sister i think you came on you told one joke it was almost as short as you are. It was still pretty funny, though. <laughs> uh, sis, how are you feeling today? What's going on? Fantastic. It's been my dream to be on the podcast, and I finally get to do it. I woke up, and he said, hey, you're on the podcast today. Yeah, Got giving me a lot of things to go off of today. Well, yesterday we found a gecko named Gary. Jack caught him underneath the bed. And his mom made us let him go. Um, we talked to him for a little bit, saw his little beady eyes, his ears, his breathing. Um, as I recall, Walt and I um, 
may have killed you and Jack in a game of 500 yesterday? I'm not quite sure. Well, it's another fellow podcast ma- person, follower, liker, and he's also our brother. First podcast, then brother. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, sister Sally. So you brought up the concept of geckos. I like where you're going with that. Now, we've been in need of an animal expert on the Bean Tom podcast for about a year now. We're not going to be able to get any live animals in here uh, right now unless mom finishes her glass of breakfast bourbon. But sister, why don't you take us through the five uh, different kind of categories of animals and and share with us which one uh, is your favorite. So you got your mammals. What makes a mammal a mammal? They don't lay eggs and they're warm-blooded. They have fur, skin, hair. They do have skin. <laughs> hair. Mm-hmm. All right, what's next? Um, you got your reptiles. They have, like, scales. What is a good example of a reptile? A snake. A lizard. Uh, <laughs> cold blow. Now, who would your favorite Spider-Man villain that... Uh, doubles as a reptile be? I've only ever watched Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire. Now in The Amazing Spider-Man, Dr. Connors, who does he turn? I've never seen Amazing Spider-Man. Not a huge fan of Andrew Garfield. You just caught one yesterday. Oh, a gecko. No, it's the larger... What is a gecko? A lizard. Amazing Spider-Man, starring Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone, you know it, you love it. Dr. Kurt Connors, who doubles as Peter Parker's, this is all true, Peter Parker's uh, professor at, I believe, Columbia, I'm not sure, I think that's where he goes to college in the comics, we have to double check on that, we'll get our comics books correspondent on that. But Dr. Kurt Connors turns into a lizard, and he's crazy because Peter Parker's, like, chopping his arms off, and they keep regurgitating, and he's in the subway. And I don't remember how they eventually kill him, but I think they trap him in a glass menagerie or something. Okay, so we got mammals. We got reptiles. Where are we going next? My favorite, the amphibians. There are frogs in there in the amphibian family. So those are fun. Um, what else are in an amphibian? Um, salamanders. I thought we caught a salamander yesterday, but it wasn't. It was a gecko. So what makes a, a gecko a reptile and a salamander an amphibian? I could be wrong that the gecko is a reptile. It could be an amphibian. But who's to say? Who knows? Could be both. Amphibian. What does that term make you think of? Frogs. But in the larger sort of classification sense. Frogs. What about the word amphibious? Got nothing. All right. Thanks for teaching us Latin roots, Mom. 
Uh, let's go on to number four. So we've done mammals, reptiles, amphibians. We're looking at two other sort of classifications of animal. Which one are you feeling next? Fungi. Funguses that grow on the bottom of your feet. What are some of your favorite edible fungi? Mushrooms. Sister does like the shrooms. Reminds me of a college I went to once. Uh, boy, now we're, this is like, there's a lot of whispering, cross-talking going on, cross-dressing. Mom finished her breakfast bourbon finally. Uh, confusion as to what's going on. We got Dad going wild on his fantasy football team. Jack's writing something over there. I haven't even had breakfast yet. So we've done reptiles, amphibians, mammals, fungi. Then we got our, our birds, our fish. Our birds and fish? Well, they're separate, but I'm just listing off now. Now that's six categories. Well, there's more than five. Okay, what are some of your tastiest birds? A turkey, um, a duck. Geese aren't that good. They're also scary. Let me tell you, one time at Rock Valley College, walking to my class, a geese started chasing me and came at me. And the swan also started started chasing people too. It was not a good day. Um, what other good? I don't. That's the only birds I eat. Chickens. I guess those are birds. Chicken. You ever had a Cornish game hen? Not that I know of. So where did you have a geese? Um, may not have ever actually had one. I feel like Grandpa Uncle Andy may have had one for us to try. So this is more of a judge a book by its cover, judge a geese by its cover, I guess. Well, Sister Sally, do you have any other uh, parting words for the podcast before we hear a word from our sponsors? Friends, go like, prescribe, follow, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, subscribe. (laughs) 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 Subscribe. I would like to tell all the listeners that I've only been awake for maybe 15, 20 minutes and I'm still drinking my coffee. So things seem a little hazy because they are a bit hazy for me right now. Um, like, just subscribe, listen, share, and have a great day, folks. Uh oh. Dad is now reporting that he got into his Yahoo account. We'll see if there are any changes to be made here. But first, uh, before we get uh, potentially. Mom, on the podcast, let's hear a word from our sponsors here. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon, is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified. 
Ma, if you want to come on the podcast, you should get in the podcast chair. So you know you're getting the good stuff. End of sentence. If you're tired of big real estate stranglehold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector you can trust, call Steve at 541-207-1101 or visit homeprideoregon.com. That's 541-207-1101 or visit homeprideoregon.com. Home Pride Oregon. Inspection perfection. I want to give a shout out to the Samson Q2U series for sticking with us, even through all the hardware, software, malware issues that we've been experiencing on the Beantown podcast. I also want to give a shout out to the TV guide that I ordered uh, as part of my Spirit Sky Delta miles that were expiring in the middle of December, so they send me an email. They say, hey, Quinn, you got to get these magazines. I say, okay, where's the GQ? Where's the Khloe Kardashian? That's the one I want. But I didn't have enough points, so I settled for a TV guide. All I really want is one that has Dan Connor of the new Roseanne reboot on it. I think that would really make my day end of thought. So... Ma, you've been on the Beantown podcast once before. It was on a a very special episode live from the Pacific Northwest titled The Roast of of Quinn David Furness, now out on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Player FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find it anywhere you listen to your podcast unless you look for it and it's not there. Ma, welcome back to the podcast. How are you feeling today? How was the bourbon? It it was outstanding. Thanks, Quinn. Thanks for having me back. I really appreciate it. Now, Ma, you mentioned coming on the podcast for the second time. You were really looking to ramp it up a little bit, maybe talk about something you got over there on your iPad. But uh, first, I think you wanted to mention the U.S. education system. So what about education? Yeah, do it. And how do you feel about proficiency versus growth versus prosciutto? Um, I've always been a big fan of prosciutto. I especially like it thinly sliced, sauteed till it's crispy with some asparagus, or it's really good with shredded Brussels sprouts as well. A little bit of olive oil, salt and pepper, can't be beat. All right, that's pretty good. Now, you got something over there on your screen that you're looking to plug. Walk us through that. Well, first, I'd like to um, reiterate, Quinn, that I'm a big fan of having um, a letter of the podcast, meaning that you would feature a letter with each podcast, and I, I did float a few letters by you in the last few days. I, I brought up J, obviously, for my first name. I brought up Q after you, and then I, I also brought up the often under-recognized schwa sound. Now, I think there was confusion over schwa versus schwastika and it being festivus and all in the holidays. We didn't want to offend anybody. I think the concern is also getting slapped with a subpoena from Sesame Street uh, regarding the usage of their copyrighted materials. So 
we're going to see uh, how this segment goes. But I will say, uh, Ma, if we're dealing with Greek letters here and you get rid of the common ones, the alpha, the betas, the omegas, uh, quick sketch idea that I've mentioned before, we're still working through, a Christian fraternity called Alpha Omega and all of their fun hijinks and hazings and crucifixions and stuff. Uh, but Ma, what are some of your favorite Greek letters? I've always been a big fan of theta. What does that one look like? Um, well, it's Greek. It's all Greek to me, you know, that's what they say. Mama, Mia, Opa. Uh, I don't know, Ma, is there anything else that you were really looking to, to, to talk about, maybe engage in some discourse on while you were here, something, maybe spoken word? If you want to do a, recite a psalm or something? Well, I was thinking that we could all take a moment and just, observe a little moment of silence here in honor of the government shutdown, a little over 24 hours here with our government employees not being paid for the work they're expected to do, especially the TSA agents who are going to have to be checking us back through for our flight back to the Pacific Northwest. Pretty upset about that. Um, Yeah, I think that would be appropriate. All right, 24 seconds in honor of 24 hours of, although it's like, 31 hours at this point, um, more like 34. So 34 seconds of silence. can hardly hold my breath for that long. I felt like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible 5, Rogue Nation, probably one of my six favorite Mission Impossible movies. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned TSA, Mom, because that brings me back to something that I actually really wanted to talk about on this episode, maybe some distancing that needs to happen. So a couple weeks ago, we had our holiday season correspondent, Megan, on the podcast, and, you know, she's great. We had a good time, but something that's not so great about Megan is her disdain for actress, celebrity, and just overall hottie, Emily Blunt, now starring in Mary Poppins Returns, uh, thanks to Disney. Go check it out in theaters everywhere now. So I just wanted to come out publicly and say that the views of Megan our holiday season correspondent, do not reflect the views of the Beantown podcast or its creator or host. Emily, if you're listening to this, congrats on the movie. Tell John, say hi, hope the kids are doing all right. You're beautiful, never change. Megan, you need to readjust your priorities here. Ma, you have any thoughts on that? I, I'm crazy about Emily Blunt, and I think she's amazing. Yeah, and if you ever get the chance to see Denis Villeneuve's 20, uh, what was that, 14, 15 film, Sicario, you're going to want to check it out. It's got Josh Brolin. It's got um, 
Del Toro. Is that his name? And it's got Emily Blunt. Mom, did you say it was terrible? Yeah. All right. We need some insights on that. I just didn't care for it. I fell asleep after about the first 10 minutes. We're talking about Sicario, yeah. right? Yeah. Denis Villeneuve. Ma, it's one of the most riveting, intense films of all time. In the first 10 minutes, there's a huge game changer. How can you sleep through that? Quinn, I've been known to sleep through some of the most um, highly acclaimed movies of all time and some of the worst. You should ask your dad about My Private Arizona, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Nicolas Cage won an Oscar for that, so shout out to him. I don't know how you sleep through an Oscar-winning performance, but... Uh, I will say on the topic, I'm glad you brought up Denis Villeneuve, Mom, because I was just on a subreddit last night, and we were talking about Prisoners, the critically acclaimed, what was that, 2000-something movie, Hugh Jackman, Paul Dano, Terrence Howard, Jake Gyllenhaal in the role of a lifetime. Fantastic. If you fell asleep during Sicario, you won't fall asleep during Prisoners. That's the Beantown guarantee. Uh, so, Denis, if you're listening to this, hope Dune's going well. Looking forward to seeing what you do with it next year. All right. Ma, any uh, parting thoughts here on the holiday podcast? I think in the future, Quinn, you should have a featured special recurring um, that talks about um, undervalued and, and under-discussed literary devices. Like what? I'm thinking of Mononymy, that would be a good one. Synecdoche is another fave. Um, we were having a family discussion, a really hot family discussion yesterday about assonance and consonance and, and the value of alliteration. I will say most of those just sound like little towns in Wisconsin, so I'm not sure if mom actually has real terms or if she's just kind of doing a little Lake Wobegon type of storytelling there but yeah I think we're we're getting closer to the end of our podcast here now and we got Waltzen at the end of the table I know he wanted to come out live on air and announce the winner of a fantasy football award even though the results aren't all in yet we surely have runaway I'm thinking maybe coach of the year I you know let's save that one for when the results come out but uh well, you have a very special announcement here. It's like when the guy with the blonde bowl cut, Stanley Cup Finals, Game 6, he's polishing the silver. They show him, you know, five minutes left in the period. He's getting ready to bring it out, present it to the captain. What are you thinking, Walt? Well, Juju Sis Schuster is in the shower right now, so she's not going to hear this, but last chance for fancy awards. I don't think she's no, but, well, we want her to, to vote, you know. <clears throat> Democracy dies in darkness, right? Pretty sure that's Fox News' slogan. Uh, so we still need her to get in and vote. We need uh, Steve Johnson of Schmelke's Pool Cues, not so lovably known as the Fartists. Uh, we need them to get in and vote. They're... Uh, their voice is also missing from the awards, so uh, we can't make any definitive award announcements until that happens. I know that uh, there's a guy sitting at the end of this table in a cowboy hat wearing a Beantown podcast shirt, 
and he uh, he's trying to queue up for a, a coach of the year announcement, which he thinks he's well deserving of. But uh, I gotta tell you, 13 seasons in the Great White North, no Super Bowl titles to your name, two Super Bowl losses, coach of the year, hardly. I just got a lot of cantaloupe in my mouth right now, so that's a little cruel. But I want to give a shout out to the state of Texas for inspiring our recent YouTube, Instagram, Facebook series called the Texas Christmas. You can see me in my cowboy hat and my aviators just talking about Christmas. Uh, had a lot of good videos yesterday, Saturday. We're going to have a lot of great videos today. We're going to get one of those uploaded and polished soon. But uh, I don't know. That's about all we got. We're already super long. It's going to take a long time to upload on this Wi-Fi. It's like a 0.5 gigahertz upload speed. It's pretty bad. Anybody with any parting thoughts that you want to include on the podcast, expletives, welcome. I would like to make one correction to an earlier comment um, on the the movie. Uh, my own private Arizona was actually my private Idaho. Uh, so the wrong state. Uh, it was an unusual movie. I did get two thumbs up from... Uh, Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert. Um, the subject material is a little bit adult, and at the time, Jane was only in her late 20s. So, um, Terrible movie. we got through about the first 15 minutes of it, and uh, sometime I'll pull it up again and we'll we'll revisit it and see if we can get through another 15. And I made the right choice because here I am, 30 years later. Wow, it's kind of a dark uh, turn here. Uh, as we wrap up the podcast, Jack, you have anything you want to plug here? Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> Just, you got you got about a minute of free time here. If you have anything you want to mention. Uh, have we talked about bowling in Corpus Christi? Ooh, bolero. So, to my knowledge, Corpus Christi is a town of about, what, 300,000 people? And there's only one bowling alley. So, draw your own conclusion. It's a one-lane bowling alley in the basement of the Chili's Express on 7th Ave. So... Um, Ma, you had something you wanted to add? Yeah. You know, I would like to point out that we've been reading a little bit about the history of bowling alleys in Corpus Christi, and I think it's mighty suspicious that the last 42 bowling alleys that Corpus Christi has um, had, they've all burned down. A coincidence? I don't think so. Sounds like Mom is implicating Bolero in the arson cases <laughs> over Great Bowling Burn Down, yeah. Um, bowling Green, Ohio, Kentucky. I will say that uh, despite their sinister 
intentions bolero has got to be one of the greatest bowling alley names i've ever heard of i'm sure they're big fans of maurice ravel as i am you ever get the chance to listen to bolero it's the same two melodies repeated for about 17 minutes they just add more and more instrumentation as it goes you're gonna want to stick around until those timpanis come in boom boom it's good stuff Ooh, I'd like to see Bo Derek run into Bolero. Ooh, good stuff. Almost as nice as Emily Blunt. All right. I respect women by loving them. Thank you, Mom. All right. Yeah. No one knows who that is, though. So let's wrap it up there. 40 minutes, that's a biblical number, 40 days, 40 nights, 40 podcasts. Uh, thanks to the family, we got everyone on, which is pretty exciting, reminiscent of uh, the roast of Quinn David Furness, now available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM. Find it wherever podcasts are sold. And if you're paying for the Beantown podcast, let me know. <laughs> I would love to get in on that. Uh, thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to the state of Texas. That's about all we got here. If you're listening to this now through one of our partners, it's a small miracle that we are able to get this uploaded. I think we're going to be able to make it happen. So happy holidays. Merry Christmas. To everyone which we can say again which is fantastic and uh, I'll be seeing everyone in just a what are we at about 36 hours now from the start of our Christmas day 24-hour live stream spectacular so it's gonna be a good time and uh, that's about all I got so everyone travel safely and we'll talk to everyone in just a couple days here